I, I grew up with fairies. So like everywhere I've lived, you can always just hear the fairy horn. Yeah. So <laughs> just like uh, for the listeners at home, we all just did a limp wrist at the same time. <laughs> this is not a visual podcast. And on that bombshell. I'm Justin. I'm a Skullcom librarian. My pronouns are he and they. I'm Sadie. I work IT at a public library, and my pronouns are they, them. I'm Jay. I'm a music library director, I guess, and my pronouns are he, him. And we have a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Leon. You've heard me before. Uh, my pronouns are he, they, and I do social science, I guess, question mark. But truly, I, I contain multitudes, so, you know, but none of them are any good. <laughs> I don't know if an applause was necessarily, but okay, well, I'll take it. Just in the rhythm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I was on here last time with uh, with my dear, dear co-host. I don't know where where they are. I've lost them along the way, but so is life. Um, no, I, we're still doing fine. We still have the two podcasts. Um, yeah, and I'm here alone because I'm going to talk about something my co-host would uh, not necessarily be very helpful with, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm here again. We talked about media and stuff and the preservation of it. That was fun. I hope. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got I've got something to to help you feel more at home. So I brought uh, I brought this. What's that? Danish? Danish. Yeah, okay. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I didn't recognize it. I thought it was going to go for Belgian. I was like, this doesn't sound like Belgian stuff. And they're like, oh, fuck, it's a Danish, of course. Okay. No, no, that's good. That's, um, I did bully Justin a little bit because in the uh, episode description, he thought that the Netherlands starts with a D yeah, because he confused Denmark with the Dutch. But the, the Dutch don't live in Dutchland, so... They should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, never mind. I, I believe We're I getting this. into European geography this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, a little bit, but not mostly mostly your kind of geography. So the structures, uh, the intellectual and informational structures, if you will, of data. Oh. To just tie a little bit into the thing that we talked about last time, uh, we were right about everything, as it turns out. Because, um, yeah, no, totally. Uh, I don't know if you know, Justin, but uh, Ubisoft servers are like, yeah, we're going to delete your account if you're not going to play for 30 days or something. Once again, they might not, they, that is a rule that they have. They might not enforce it, but if you don't spend time on your account, on your Ubisoft account, they might delete you and you access to all your games that you bought on there. So I thought that was a nice tie in <laughs> to show that we were right last time when we talked about subscription models and like uh, online servers like it's happening so i feel like that's a trend like everyone is like we're gonna delete your all these old accounts like twitter started it and then yeah. google was like actually yeah we're gonna delete your old gmail too uh we're gonna delete your fucking grandma's gmail and then she's gonna find out in three months and you're gonna have to deal with the whole fucking thing i feel so bad for every public librarian in this country yeah yeah what i find remarkable about it is that and once again feel free to chip in here but the way i understand it 
is that data space now has become cheap, essentially. It is comparatively to what it was, let's just say that. It is it's easy to run a server, essentially. T- talking about, we're going to talk a little bit of Mastodon and stuff. You can run a, a Mastodon server off of like very small hardware, I believe. That's correct. So I'm surprised that people are so eager at deleting stuff, scrapping stuff, tor- uh, throwing away stuff. I don't know if you guys have a read on that. It doesn't make any sense to me, except okay. that <laughs> because, security because liability. preservation is, yeah, preservation is bad um, okay. when you are a company where like things that could be held against you are preserved and you don't want <sighs> any sort of historical, you don't want historical memory for things. So th- this is like this like erasure of our culture of memory is on purpose. Yeah, I I saw people react to it, especially with the Twitter stuff. Um, I was like, okay, sure, delete them, I guess. And then there were people like, oh yeah, well, enjoy your dead friends uh, tweets being gone forever now. Like, screen save them, I guess. I was like, oh, right, that's that's a nice thing maybe to not do uh, or something like that and I was like oh yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of things to this and oh Christ yeah heritage accounts sorry you shouldn't call it Twitter anymore right I don't care it's X it's X <laughs> X gonna give it to you uh, Jay and I were joking earlier about that that's, that's the only thing he does knows how to do he buys into company and names things X that's the mm-hmm. only two things including his own child it's the only <laughs> yeah. two things Elon Musk knows how to do it's <laughs> Since 1999. Cartoon Network had a good post, which was when Robin becomes Red X. It's like it's like Elon whenever he buys a company, and it's just uh, Red X holding a dozen like X batterings. Oh God! <laughs> oh. I'm not sure whether or not it's. I'm not sure whether or not it's actually real, but there was a little Nas X tweet that was like. Uh, I'm really <laughs> flattered, but it's very overwhelming. Like you w- named the whole website after me, and I'm like, <laughs> I love that kid. Yeah. So I've got a news story. How sh- how fucked is shit? Pretty this fucked. one's pretty pretty dumb. Alabama lawmaker wants changes at state archives after LGBTQ lecture. <sighs> So as you may know, Alabama is in session right now because the Supreme Court said that their electoral map was too racist. And uh, so... And and that's something coming from the Supreme Court. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're being too obvious at that point, you know. And so they're in session and uh, they found out that there was a one hour lecture about gay Alabamans at the state archives. And like they were like, you can't do that. And the head of the archives is like, yes, I can. Watch me. Yeah. And then they tried to pass a bill to defund the state's whole archives. And they were like, we're not in session to do that. This archivist is oh. based. Get him on the show. This archivist <laughs> is very like professionally like, fuck you. Yeah. Better than the fucking Montana librarian. Yeah. What, what's his name? Murray something. Shouts out to Emily. What's this guy's name? Steve Murray, archives and history director. And, uh, He's like, yeah, we're we're we don't care. We're we're gonna wait till regular session, and we'll let them know what what's going on. But it was literally like a one hour session of uh, and, and the the people were like, well, uh, the legislator just said, well, we don't. This isn't Alabama values. It's like these are literally Alabama people. <laughs> 
your value is people. The literal history of your state. <laughs> About that. So technically you're wrong, but even they couldn't get it through their stupid special session because they're too busy not redrawing their map right. And that's going to go to the Supreme Court again. And actually, I don't know what is going to happen because like, from what I can read, I because someone asked me, like, what happens if they don't redistrict right? And I tried to look it up, but apparently it's like it just goes back to the Supreme Court, but there will be elections between then and now. So I don't know, like, when do you send in the National Guard to, like, redistrict Alabama? <laughs> hmm. Restoration 2, let's do it, baby. Reconstruction, just, sorry. Just skip the whole Civil War and go straight. Yeah, let's do Reconstruction again. Yeah. I'm in favor of this. Fuck those lines in particular. <laughs> <laughs> that was the news. And more news. Europe's got states, apparently. Sure. I wasn't taught about it in school. <laughs> hmm. That's That shows. Yeah. Yeah. Denmark, <laughs> Dutchland, you know. Yeah, who does belong, where does Greenland belong to, you know? That's, uh, belongs to the, the Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, it's, yeah. Well, not the Netherlands, Denmark. <laughs> and uh, it's, that's a thing. No, uh, we, we do still have a lot of those little pieces of land, and that's people seem to forget that. Uh, yeah, colonialism. Well, yeah, it's, it's a neocolonialism, but do we really need a neo? It's all masking. The Dutch did uh, some fucked up shit. All the European countries yeah. did. Uh, it, <laughs> it's, it is a discussion that I often get, uh, or like a question I often get. Like, oh, which European country? You, you're you European, you know history. Which European country did the most fucked up shit? And I was like, don't, please don't ever ask. <laughs> like, it's Belgians. No, um, it's, don't ever <laughs> ask me which ever, no. It's, no, officially, there's nobody who did like, it, it's weird. It's weird. Don't ask it, please. It's uh, it's a question. It's not a, a competition. <laughs> yeah, no, but precisely, no, it's, it's a very attitude. team sport mentality. I would say <laughs> it's it was a team in, sport. In, yeah, in an area of history where you really should not want to do that. But yeah, very polite. He didn't say anything about the Alabama situation because we, we I get to uh, well. Hmm. <laughs> I get to show how not nationalist I am, I suppose. That's why I'm here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, we're in the middle of a of a lavender panic. I don't know if you didn't notice. Yeah. But uh, we're freaking the fuck out. People are losing their goddamn minds. McCarthyism yeah. too. Electric Boogaloo, speed run. <laughs> yeah. Um, about that, to tie it in, to share the suffering a little bit. I was wrong on, a, on one account uh, when I was here last time. Uh, I would say like, oh, I'm so happy that I'm from a country that doesn't demonize all these sexual sociological stuff because we talked a little bit about like sex education in libraries uh which was like a minor segment on the last time i was here and uh well i was wrong um we we now have like our far right has copied the american far right playbook and it's complaining about drag queens and children's sex education and are actively threatening people who are teaching kids about their genitals so that's great yeah USA right. number one, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, yeah, number it's very one interesting. Is sucking. Um, <laughs> he was number one. <laughs> well, it, it is interesting that, okay, so once again, Americans might not notice, but we notice, which is pathetic. But uh, the Netherlands is a long standing ally, technically, of the United States. Only in history books shows that only France held with its independence. Netherlands was there too. And, and all that. We, we both just needed England to lose. We didn't like you guys per, per se, but we just wanted England to lose. That's, that's, that was how that started off. And once again, Netherlands has then always had very close relationships 
uh, with the United States, and we have like uh, economic friendship treaties. That's literally what they're called. Uh, with the United States, we chose for like uh, free labor movement or like uh, simplified, uh, making it more smooth the transaction between labor and capital and goods and whatnot. Uh, between the two countries, uh, it's very easy to get like a work visa as an American here. There, there's a bunch of you guys here. That's fine. Um, that's I don't feel <laughs> I don't feel one way or the other about that. Uh, but no, it's it's uh, we have the expat culture. It's it's really big over here it's a bunch of the big economic cities in europe have uh expat yeah, when you're people. white you get to be an expat yeah okay yeah well thank you justin for beating me to the punch <laughs> sorry no exactly i was taking five minutes so thank you so much truly um <laughs> so yeah well that, that is the problem a bit um yeah and, and that is big over here so i'm a i'm a i'm a pennsylvania dutch so, uh... which is german yeah it's just like talking <laughs> oh, no. german and then they'll say things like minecraft in like a southern accent because anytime i've like taken the amtrak anywhere that's not between where i live in boston it's just it's just mennonites who speak pennsylvania dutch and it's just german and then they say minecraft and then like that's that's, that's what that that's what pennsylvania dutch is they're very rowdy boys the conductors get onto them all the time and they say Fortnite, and then they dab they're wearing like the outfit oh yeah. no and they just do like a little jig i imagine they have yeah. little funny dances they like to do you gotta. They've got fun hair. Lots of them in Sarasota, Florida, too. There's also German speakers in Texas, but their German is oh, yeah. incomprehensible. Oh, yeah. It's like a couple hundred years removed from the source, but they just like <laughs> keep, they like to keep doing it. Yeah, well, it also like fused with a bunch of other things also down there. I saw a documentary on it a, a while ago in Texas, and it's like one of those endangered languages as well. Yeah. Because it's its own thing now, but it's like, I don't know, like Pennsylvania, Dutch, Texas, German, I suppose. There's another name for it. I forgot. I'm sorry but um i don't remember okay <laughs> i'm not from here people are always like uh asking me like did you take this class back when we were pan am i'm like i'm not from here dude people like don't even assume you're from texas they assume like you're from here like who would move here is the whole like vibe <laughs> of the city and so they don't understand that people move here for jobs <laughs> how are you doing jay he's grumpy Oh. Very grumpy. <laughs> Reasons we won't get into on air. Okay. Okay. So wrote a nice introductory paragraph for us setting the scene. So we're going to be talking about Mastodon. The uh, the Netherlands is running their own Mastodon server so they can post their own memes. Yeah. So you gave us, you started off with the background and sort of Dutch corporate climate, um, which I imagine is, you actually brought up Ireland, I think. Yeah. Oh, I have, I have a bit. Uh, I turned it down, but I do have a bit of a uh, comparison. So this this is a sketch of two people doing the Irish immigration questionnaire. The current Irish government is a coalition of which three parties? Apple, Facebook and Google. Yes. Where will you go if you defraud the government in Ireland? Prison. Where will you go if you defraud the taxpayer in Ireland? Spain. Yes. What is Ireland's biggest export? Nurses. What is Ireland's biggest import? Landlords. I do know those guys. They're pretty good. Yeah, uh, pretty good. They've done a bunch of bunch of countries. So it's not just Irish. They're not pulling the Irish. I didn't know what it was from. I've only just seen that clip, but I knew I had to get it to, to bring it in. So from what I understand, the sort of embrace of tech is similar in the Netherlands. Oh, yeah. I would say it's, it's even a bit more fervent in the Netherlands. Netherlands has okay. The Netherlands is has also a very strategic position, like just geographically, like it's a very clear gateway into Europe from an Atlantic point of view. So uh, Ireland is an island, and it's just kind of over there, and is a great first stop. But the Netherlands is part for those who <laughs> skipped geography class since I don't know uh, middle school is part of the European mainlands, and also part 
of like I would say, and this I ascribe no virtue to this. It's just a statistical thing, uh, and, but it's also in between the big two European EU countries, uh, France and Germany. It's it's in the, it, we originally were created and enforced because we were supposed to be a buffer zone between those two giant European powers. So Google the Treaty of Luxembourg if you want to know more about that, I guess. But um, so once again, we, uh, we have a slightly bigger tech sector, I believe, than Ireland, but that's uh, that's not a hint there. But both are very big, and both have shared a lot of characteristics, like you pointed out, Justin. And so why is the tech uh, sector so, how, how has it made such a good coalition there? I you, you mentioned it has something to do with national identity. It has to do with a bunch of factors, I would say. There's a very simple ones. Like we all speak English over here. Like it, it's, it's a plague. 95% of Dutch adults can speak English, which is almost close to Ireland. And in Ireland is 97%. And in Sweden as well. And like, you know, those, this corner of Europe all speaks like English very well. But we were, we were the first to do it because we didn't want to translate the movies we imported out of the United States. So that's why we all speak English. Um, not to any kind of virtue, just laziness um that's that's it so that is a virtue (laughs) (laughs) well i I suppose but it's so this at this end like we were the first to like really embrace like economic uh, labor movement this sounds cool maybe it isn't uh we just like preyed on poor countries for cheap labor and therefore we also learned english Uh, there's a large wave of spanish and italian populations first now it's turkish and moroccan and also suriname which is an ex-colony and so forth and so on and so we have a pretty diverse populace i would say uh for for where you for where we are situated which also helps with just speaking english but this infrastructure was then later used to like draw but they call experts jobs and we like you know got eastern europeans that are very good in it and tech and we like oh come over here come in amsterdam isn't amsterdam so cool and other places like the other big cities in the netherlands but yeah so that there are a couple of factors here at play you mentioned something about holland but i wasn't sure if that was a joke uh it's okay this has nothing to do with anything, but I'll just talk about it real quick. Um, so a lot of people call us Holland, and I, um, I, it's fine. Uh, we marketed ourselves as Holland. Uh, we uh, yell Holland during our soccer matches uh, a lot. And this is uh, this is just the two. It's like calling United States California. It's just the West Coast. That's Holland. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's, it's understandable to be confused by because, once again, Amsterdam is in Holland. Uh, Rotterdam, the biggest port in Europe and like top five biggest sports in the world, is in Holland. So once again, historically, it was Holland who was like the biggest province uh, in in uh, the Netherlands, and it has like you know, it has the capital is there, the parliament is in Holland, and the biggest port, the biggest economic hubs are in Holland. So th- this way, this is why uh, we, they refer to the Netherlands as Holland, but we are the Netherlands. So that's. It's just a small thing, not very important. Yeah, and you, but you also have like very important exports from Holland, like Holland Oats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I guess uh, we do have a bunch of exports as a small country. We are one of the leading uh, agricultural exporting countries, which makes no sense because we are the size of like, if, if America was a body, we are like the size of its left hand. Not even that much, I would say. Um, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like an American state, but I don't know. Uh, Google it. Well. Geographical size, square. Is, sorry, I was going to say square kilometers, but you guys don't know what it is. In square miles, um, is that like acre feet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, let's go with that. But um, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So we are very small, but 
18 million people live in this little corner of the world, which is a lot. And like GDP wise, which I have to say as, as a disclosure, is, is a shit economic measurement. But just to like as a gross indicator of things, which is what it's meant for, uh, our GDP is in between like Illinois or Florida. So like, you know, for like <laughs> such a small country, it, it generates a lot of things. That's all I'm trying to say. That's uh, yeah. Larger than Maryland, smaller than West Virginia. I don't know what that means, but I don't I either. Trust. Actually, I don't think about the size of Maryland ever. <laughs> I know West Virginia because of the song, and uh, uh, actually, <laughs> that song is about the western part of the state of Virginia. Anyway, yeah. it's um, <laughs> no, thank you, Jay. But You're um, welcome. but I do know. I know where the points. Uh, I can point on West Virginia on the map, but Maryland, no fucking clue. Yeah. Sorry, it's just it's just a little under. It's under Virginia. Oh, it's okay. uh, above Virginia, actually. Okay. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, <laughs> the more you know, they're next to each other. Sorry, I went to school in Virginia. Okay. So. No, yeah. No, I think yeah. that was totally right. It's it's where uh, it was the split during the Civil War. So it's Maryland on top, Virginia at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they were basically at war, and then the rest of the country went to war about it. DC yeah, was in yeah. the middle. Kind of an insane geogra- geography for a war when your capital is right on the border of both warring countries. Yeah, so yeah. The where I went to undergrad got kicked out of the Ivy League because it uh, was the only one of the Ivy Leagues to side with the Confederacy instead of the Union. All the rest of the Ivies are in the northern half. Yeah, <laughs> talking about a lot of Civil War stuff today. I didn't expect that as a theme. We don't have a Civil War yet. Oh, you you really should. You yes. might import it out of your country as well one day because we are very. Yeah, you should have one. Yeah. Every you must try have it. One. For some Must. reason, we don't, even though we do have like a lot of cool old school factors, like um, like we have part of Catholics and a part of Protestants. Oh, you know, because well, we, we like Ireland so much. Yeah. <laughs> get them to fight. <laughs> I don't know if I can say. Okay. Um, <laughs> too hard. Classic. No, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit, you know, it's it's especially unlucky time right about now. No, it's, um, but yeah, we have a bunch of uh, like, like the United States. We... Because our alt-right has like so eagerly in identifying with all these online alt-right American trademarks, if you will. We, we are like growing into this more despondent, dare I say. Not that I think things were great before. I'm not coming at this from an arrogant European angle, far from it. I would have loved to see what they may have come up with by themselves instead of just copy-pasting everything from far-right online Facebook memes. I don't know. Um, yeah. Sadly. So learning English is the worst. So don't do it. That's that's the uh, that's the main takeaway. No. Um. It's done us so well. <laughs> yeah, no. We, I, I would argue, and this is not... Uh, well. I think I'm right, and I will just say very politely, it's slightly speculative, but I think a lot of people would agree that the Netherlands doesn't necessarily know what it wants to be. And in typical European ennui, we don't necessarily care all that much either, but at the same time, there's a hole that needs to be filled. And there's not that a lot of conscious thought going on about that. But we do feel like, well, what what are we? What should we be? Once again, Amsterdam. Everybody knows Amsterdam, but it's a relatively small uh, city that has like one million people in it, which is nothing compared to like once again United States cities. Uh, my co-host is from Sao Paulo, um, fucking <laughs> one of the biggest cities in the world. So everybody knows Amsterdam, and well, they might not know where it is, but not everybody knows Sao Paulo, which is funny because 
it has like two thirds of my entire country's populace living there. So not the actual yeah. Dutch people, but you know, it's just the amount. <laughs> it's like yeah. those countries in like India or China, well, the, the city in India or China. You're just like, yeah, it has like 50 million yeah. people in it or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's why they don't speak Dutch in, in Amsterdam is that they're all in Sao Paulo. <laughs> yeah. Cause we moved. No, I keep having insomnia and I started reading uh, Marx to fall asleep. And I don't, I just wanted to see what I was reading last night. But anyway, Marx was making a point about spiritual Dutch. emptiness. Uh, oh. Well, how socialism is like not just an economic thing, but it's sort of like a holistic uh, religious movement because like it doesn't even matter if you're an atheist anymore. We're all like rationalists. So like yeah. atheism as a thing doesn't really matter. It, and so there's going to be a void no matter what. And so the, vo- the the next stage of human society should be conscious attempts at socialism as um, a holistic mm-hmm. thing. This is like young Marx. I'm, I'm going through some young Marx stuff. So I don't remember. It, was, it wasn't the Sick. Firebach. Uh, young, hot Marx. <laughs> it was whatever after that. I don't, I don't know. know. Was Marx hot when he was young? I don't know what he looked like. He looked like he Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps. Oh. It's been so, way too long since I've watched Game Grumps. That's, Easily a, more than a decade. He's the grump one. <laughs> okay. No, the not so grump one. Hmm. Gee, that cleared it right up. He's the guy from the I could be your angle or your devil. That's Aaron Hansen. That came from Game Grumps? That came from him. He's just a crazy person. Incredible. That's not the Bienvenue <laughs> Power Bottoms, is it? That is, yeah. That's Bienvenue Power Bottoms? He was an yeah, he was an animator for years before doing oh. Game Grumps. He was like famous as like a teenager. Hair? Yeah, he's got a little streak in his hair. I don't know. He's got long hair, he's got a blonde streak in it. Yeah, he was kind of hot. Wait, are we talking about Marx? Marx had a blonde streak? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, the anime? And the <laughs> yes. <laughs> Him and the girlies would go get their highlights done. Yeah. So why did the Dutch government launch a Mastodon? Generally, I think one of the main uh, reasons why to do it is that we are all experiencing, namely that Twitter is getting fucked. As in, you know, well, I'll let it speak for itself. Uh, once again, no need to tell you guys about that. I think everybody listening is well aware at this point. <laughs> so, Justin, you need to get an X going to give it to you, Drop. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I fucked that up. He looks like young angles. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I, it's funny because I just listened to the Digital Labor episode of you guys today about you uh, ruining your Twitter account, Justin. And uh, you can you cannot seat. See, how how do we how do we say this? X E T seat because they they want to I don't call it Twitter or tweeting anymore. Call it exceeding. You blog it and you reblog it. Okay. Well, thanks. And uh, <laughs> it's, the more, the less I know about it, the better, actually. So it's good. So that that's uh, that platform deteriorated and. I don't think necessarily that the Dutch government cares that much about it, but it does care care about reliability. Uh, you have this Rhineland economic model that's like, oh, well, growth, but not too fast. We care for more stable, uh, more reliable type of angle. Uh, this, is, this is then still, I would argue, very Dutch as well. And uh, so, once again, a Mastodon apparently point, was pointed out as this more reliable successor, quote unquote, if that's what we want to call it, um, to uh, Twitter. So they were like, well, we don't want all this noise, as we call it in uh, in communicational science, between medium and sender and recipient. Uh, Mastodon is just then a lot more clear and reliable according to them, especially if you can run your own server. I suppose that's a good argument to make. I am really sorry. I don't necessarily understand Mastodon that well, but I I do think that's the reason why the Dutch uh, government launched one. So feel free to 
fill in anything. What do you guys think about Mastodon or something? I don't know. It's for nerds. Okay. I have I have not used Mastodon at all. Okay. <laughs> I'm in good company. That that's good. Yeah. It's been like a I have one. It's been like a year since I've used mine. I have it, but server I was on was closed because people started threatening to kill each other over the Harry Potter game. Oh, okay. Well, so now I'm on uh, one for H Commons. Okay. My, mine is laserdisc.pizza, I think, is the one I'm on. And it's for people who like movies. And I think it's a closed server. They're not accepting people anymore. It's special. <laughs> I think it's, um, once again, it's just, it's clarity that they desire that they have a way to communicate to its citizens. This is, uh, and because Mastodon does allow linking to other platforms, I believe it can link to threats as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can federate between them so you can view what people are saying on other servers. What I understand from the, the piece that you sent us is, I don't know if this happened in response to it, but there was a major storm and the fire department sent out an emergency text telling them to check Twitter for latest updates. But that happened to coincide with the time when Twitter was preventing people uh, yeah. who didn't have accounts from being able to read tweets. So the government wants to have a alternative social media platform that all the government agencies can use as one server, which makes total sense to me, especially if Federation like does become a thing. I don't really think it will, but we'll see what happens once Blue Sky like opens Federation. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It'll be an interesting experiment. Yeah, the argument from Macedon is that it was there, I would argue, um, there and accessible. And uh, I saw a lot of government officials promote their Mastodon on their Twitter before this whole shift happened and this server was launched. So I think there was internally already like, okay, well, it doesn't really matter what platform we go to, but we need to all know we're going to go to platform A, B, or C. And I think that's what happened. Uh, it's all a bunch of European officials in general, not just Dutch ones. And it's not any different from it's, it's not any different from maintaining like a government website that you if you text yeah. someone and say everyone go see updates at emergency services website. If you say there's going to be live updates on a Mastodon server, that's no different. It's just a slightly different technology, but it's just web yeah. technology. The United States is notorious. Federal government is notoriously bad at being able to do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when one of my like graduate assistantships when i was in um grad school was um working on like updating like our gov docs like libguides and stuff and checking all the sudoc like permalinks like pearls and uh, every single one of them was just broken dead link even though oh. we weren't getting the physical things anymore but all the links they were sending us just didn't work anymore because the united states federal government doesn't maintain that shit and um, well, they reorganize every presidency. Yeah. So whenever the president changes, they move agencies under each other. And mm-hmm. they and so then their websites get all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And so the pearls don't work like they're supposed to, mm-hmm. which fucks over your pseudocs. If someone has to update the pearls and it's nobody's job because the government printing office doesn't have any authority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To tie then uh, really quick into, once again, uh, Dutch culture, we do have a long-standing archival uh, element to our culture. I don't associate with it fondly because um, it's how a lot of people were found during World War II. Uh, so <laughs> it's, but it is a Dutch tradition to like just note things down. Um, you might know the Dutch if you paid attention during history lessons by uh, creating um, uh, stock markets. Uh, we, we once again, uh, which tulip belong to which person? You know, you have to keep track of those things. And <laughs> in a more serious fashion, we I don't know. There was, there's a long-standing tradition of writing things down, I suppose, that configures into a bunch of things. And with Twitter being Twitter, I, I would once again argue, that's why we uh, launched our own server, I guess. 
do we think that's more or less stable than like nerds who argue over the Harry Potter game <laughs> and then close the server down? Like, I don't like to me, it's like part of me thinks that would be more stable, that, but then part of me is like, that's inherently antithetical to the spirit of Mastodon. Hmm. This is why I don't think decentralization, it's like good in concept, but then it's like, yeah, but to have any stability belies the sort of like anti-authoritarian decentralization concept. Yeah, you, you need bureaucracy to maintain things long term and right. that you would have to have like one government office maintaining the mastodon if you if you have like multiple people given ownership over it then like nobody's gonna do it right it has to be somebody's job you know it could be one dude like a lot of internet infrastructure is like one dude but yeah it's just a furry into linux you know yeah i thought it was interesting though because there they had this note about digital common goods and they were saying that the government might want to su- support alternatives uh to private organizations which i think is an interesting idea so like if you just ran government some government services free like open source things and then just hosted them on government servers and said like we're going to keep this open library of congress kind of does stuff like that when it comes to like preservation they're not really open for anyone to use but it's not terrible yeah no it's it's interesting mainly because what i started off with the uh the cheapening of space online and data uh we built (laughs) We build a lot of data centers, like 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 a lot. Once again, for a small country, we just put them kind of in the middle of nowhere, and it's like, oh, good luck. And uh, then we sell them to Facebook or sorry, <clears throat> Meta and uh, Google. And the Google is then once again buying up large swaths of land in the middle of fucking nowhere around here and putting data centers there. And we are fine with this because. As I uh, like put in my little, sorry for all the information in the little uh, setting the scene part, by the way. It's, it was just there. Yeah, we, we love uh, doing that for big companies. We love creating dependability as well, uh, like countries depending on each other in a type of uh, new age, what would you call it, Woodrow Wilson kind of way, like this web of interdependence. I know not now nobody's favorite president. I know, I'm so sorry. But um, yeah, it's, it, we do kind of believe in that in a kind of savvy business type of way, which is terrible. I know it is as terrible as it sounds, but I guess there's another argument once again for the uh, server being there. I'm having the realization that Infinite Jest is just about the Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have fun with that. About two people will find that funny. No, it's just I, I missed her. I, I didn't react because I misheard you because I, when you said Woodrow Wilson, I thought you said bourgeois realism. And I was like, that is a good name for also, European also. independence. <laughs> bourgeois realism. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Maybe that's a thing. I, hmm. Well, yeah, realism is kind of that kind of that international school of, of politics. Is like everyone is going to point nukes at each other, and then we'll all get along. Yeah, that's mutual realism. assured destruction is indeed a classical realism notion. Yeah, you have neoliberalism, realism, which is then uh, 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 hegemons point nukes at each other, and everybody will get along. It's somehow no. If you if you encounter a political scientist, this is going to be just the one political science thing I'll say. If you encounter a political scientist and believes in realism, just just disregard anything they say. I'm so sorry. Maybe listen to the liberalism. I don't know, but uh, the realism people are are like. Let me put it like this: When I didn't study for an exam, and the exam question was like, "Argue from one of the classical perspectives for this," I picked realism because it's that fucking stupid that everybody can just like write out an answer to an exam question for. So that's that's what yeah. all you need to know about realism. Sorry, I went to a small liberal arts college, and so I had a lot of courses with the same professor, and he was a he was a realist political science oh, scientist, no. and so. No. I don't think we even learned about like socialist theories of international relations. We just learned about 
uh, realism. He's Italian, so realism and capitalism uh, oh. and uh, fascism. Fascism. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's great. That's. Hmm. I don't think you should be allowed to be a university professor if you're a realist, but that's okay. Or that's Italian. the last thing I'll say on my Or Italian. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. Uh. Wait, Leon, say Italian real quick. No. No, I'm not going to edit anything. <laughs> no, I, I'm not good. <laughs> you have to go to uh, my cameo. That's at... No, it's good. <laughs> no, I'm saving up for Badlands Chugs. I'm going to get him to say something cool. <laughs> It's like two hundred dollars. Man oh, knows what he's worth. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Badlands Chugs. Who is that? He's a big, big dude, and he chugs stuff on YouTube. Sounds hot. Can I date him? Yeah, probably. Cool. Okay. <laughs> he's he's got he's famous for one meme where he chugs the ocean, and it's just him putting a straw into the ocean, and then like nice. <laughs> watching the so it's like a time motion lapse of uh, the the tide going out. That's what I like in a man chugs the ocean. <laughs> He chugs. He's like chugs heavy water, and he chugs the crazy stuff. He's he's he's, he's a madman. Ninety percent of men stop chugging the ocean right before they chuck the whole ocean. No, if you know that. Thick water, not heavy water. I'm misnaming everything. It's government publishing office, not government printing office. I fucking <laughs> put Maryland in the wrong spot. Listen, the other day I said night no frez crawler instead of a fresno nightcrawler so you know you're no, not no, on the no, no, fuck no, up fresh crawler is way better it's way better taco bell to get the nando fresh crawler yeah. Yeah. <laughs> tingle outside the binkle oh jay my wife yeah. had about the same reaction <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if you guys feel strongly about decentralization of once again these big platforms or how, how is, is anyone wants to conjecture wildly about the uh about the state of informational storage i don't know people who have a big heart on about decentralization don't know what they're talking about and i say this as an anarchist i'm like that's actually <laughs> not how that works actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I will say you need a little structure, a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I will a say I, I f- I'm more post positively associated towards it than fucking blockchain. Uh, that yeah, we're talking about it, but that's the problem. I heard people talking about it the same way. I'm like, ah, <laughs> that 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 already uh, tingles my senses in a way that I'm like, mm, no, thank you. But um, but yeah, no, st- structurally it sounds slightly better than all that jazz. But we are talking bottom of the barrel sh- shit here at the same time. So I don't know. I, yeah, I, and it's like the vibes on Mastodon was just a bunch of like IT guys, no offense, Sadie, <laughs> uh, like, talking about Mastodon. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Mastodon is, is just people being dorks about Mastodon. Blue Sky is almost as bad, but mm. at least, <laughs> oh yeah, let's cook. Let's cook on that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, because that's good. It's a lot more dicks on Blue Sky. Oh, yeah. My yeah. feed is just like hogs and then like naked trans women, as far as the eye can see. It's a paradise over there. Wait, where are y'all? Where are y'all? I haven't found my way there. <laughs> you have to go on to what's hot. The classic. hot classic. <laughs> that's the dick feed. Fat cock Friday, <laughs> baby. <laughs> 
My favorite day of the week is Fat Cock Friday. <laughs> Until 11 p.m., then it becomes Arabic feed. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Pull it up Blue Sky right now. <laughs> yeah, it's just trans women, Fat Cock Friday. I was there when Chick Cum Sandwich happened. Um, yeah, we talked I about support. that on Ender Subject. That's kind of, it hasn't come out yet. I support Chick Cum Sandwich. I don't. <laughs> Well, that's what you come for the hot takes, baby. That's, uh, that's this what is the T for T for. Ta- sol- <laughs> T for T pervert solidarity corner. Okay, okay. <laughs> can't do that to a chicken. Chickens are meant to be loved. <laughs> <laughs> chickens are friends, not food. I wish I had my soundboard. Um, I have a clip of Werner Herzog complaining about chicken, and I don't know they're fucking stupid. How easy it is to hypnotize a chicken. It's amazing. I just like Werner Herzog. That's all. I love you Werner killed Jay. so much. <laughs> I love Werner Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I love Werner Herzog. He ate his own shoe one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite story is that... Um, Oh, I forgot her name. But uh, this actress was asking, like, oh, have you ever seen Ghost? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then he's like, no, but we're doing this weird scene. T- tell me about ghosts. And he's he just like, I don't want to talk about it. And stormed <laughs> off. And I don't know. I, I feel okay. that's so on brand. But okay. He's directed opera before. Mm. I love him. That's also, once again, very on brand, I would argue. Yes. That's me when I grow up. I'm just Werner Herzog. A really faggy Werner Herzog. That's me. Been about, I don't know, 40 years. So the problem with decentralization, though... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Justin, tell me, please. Is duplication is better than single decentralization, I think, is the main problem. So Mm -hmm. you want... Because lots of copies keep stuff safe, right? So you want to like make redundant backups. So if every time you made an instance of Mastodon, it like backed up like a trove of other Mastodon, it would use up a lot of computing space, but it would also make the platform more stable in the long term because you'd have lots of independent backups, right? But usually you want those like kind of running off uh, a centralized kind of thing. So like in long-term digital archiving, there are multiple data centers in like, you know, high places because like we know ocean levels are going to rise. We're not going to do anything about it. Um, So there are multiple data centers if you send them off to like uh, Chronopolis or whatever, and they're all across like the United States, right? Um, So, but they're all like centrally controlled. They're the same copy. It just goes to multiple data centers. So if you had a decentralized web, it should be people cooperating through confederation rather than competing through federation, I think is the problem. Like confederation should mean redundancy and duplication. Mm-hmm. Like like torrenting, but... Yeah. No, that's actually a pretty good model. Is As long as the torrent points to like the right place, it doesn't matter if the data moves around, you can still get the data from someone. It's a good technology. Yeah. And they don't want you to have it. <laughs> that's why they put you on a on an iPhone. Uh, that's actually, oh, one other thing about Mastodon though, okay. before I go like what I wanted to close on. <laughs> when you run a Mastodon server, you are now sort of running an internet service, which means you're most likely um, governed by the DMCA now. So you have to have a compliance officer registered with, you have to have a designated agent. Um, yeah. Thanks, Prince. So that, yeah, with the copyright office. So if so, that could be like any. This is the problem with the the, the, the Mastodon model is like legally there's so much liability. Yeah, it would keep a lot. It, either it's going to be unenforced, like a lot of copyright stuff, which is good. You know, yeah. they're just going to fuck over like one or two people and just like send them to jail for a million years. Um, for no reason, or no one's going to do it because the risk is too high. Oh yeah. So I, once again, I don't know if uh, the, the whole DMCA stuff, which it was indeed very interesting. I saw it in the notes. Um, I don't know what the exact laws are for governments who do this, done, this type of thing. 
I imagine, once again, there's a lot of stuff between EU law and American companies and American DMCA. There's a bunch of fun stories about that that I will not uh, get into. Okay, maybe one. Um, but the, the, the point being here is that I'm going to assume that they are just like, well, if they don't do anything too outrageous, which the Dutch government, by far and large, can be dependent on, not because of virtue, because we're fucking boring, but they, they won't probably won't do anything outrageous DMCA-wise. And it's mainly there for Dutch government communication and clarity of that. I don't think it's going to be one of those unwritten agreement things that you see so often in this weird uh, copyright landscape. And also, I don't know how that would be enforced, if anything, for American DMCA stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, international copyright's so fucked. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, when a country runs something, it, it has sovereign immunity. Yeah. Also, which is the same yeah. as a state, too, because, like, that's what happened when Virginia, like, just stole a dude's documentary. They're like, <laughs> we're sovereign. You, okay. you, the copyright law doesn't apply to us. Yeah, no, there, there's, uh, once again, it is then very interesting with this whole Western economy unity. Where we see this, uh, which has recently been reaffirmed through uh, the conflict in Ukraine, for example. We see a lot of Western companies pulling out of Russia as a economic sanction, for instance. Once again, the Netherlands would never, we're not going to invade Belgium or something, uh, I think. So I don't foresee any scenario where like a lot of American companies would have to pull out, out of the Netherlands. So there's this, oof, I don't know how to necessarily say this politely, but there's this assumption, let's say assumption, that's, oh, well, the Netherlands is part of the civilized world. Russia isn't, therefore, we don't really have to worry about Netherlands pulling some kind of weird shit. Regarding the copyright stuff, uh, I know, to just give you an, an idea how crazy it is sometimes, it's, uh, there's a very small little shack of like... Uh, uh, what do you guys call it? Uh, where you can get fries, essentially. And it's called Wendy's. Um, and just because that's also a Dutch name. And uh, it's stopping the giant food chain of Wendy's, United States, to coming over here. Because there's one little corner in Amsterdam that has the name Wendy's. So they and they've been and he doesn't want to sell it for some reason, just because he gets like an interview every few months because somebody recovers the story. So I don't know. He just doesn't want to do it. He likes getting fries to people. So yeah, uh, I mean, I can do it. (laughs) Yes, more power, more power to him. Yeah, when when Wendy's gets de-verified on Twitter, I'm signing up for when uh, at Wendy's. You will find me on Twitter at Wendy's. (laughs) Okay, and I'm gonna be fucking posting all kinds of bullshit at Ted Cruz until I'm banned again. <laughs> it's well, so was... hard not to keep doing it because you, you ride that high, and then I'm like, I see something, I'm like, I still got all those photos saved. I can still send them. Also, Twitter in the Netherlands is only celebrities and conspiracy theorists are on there. It's not a popular platform. We are all on Instagram and like other stuff. Like, old people are on Facebook still, and the young people are on Instagram. That's the rule. And nobody goes to Twitter. I don't know why this happened. It's just one of those social evolutionary things. Yeah. yeah. But Twitter took a long time to actually take off. Oh. It yeah. was like a weird place for a long time where no one was really like interested in posting. We, we do like pictures because we want to show we have nothing to hide. That's a very interesting element of our culture. Uh, Jay, you have watched All those the, flowers. You have watched the uh, what's the YouTube series again by Kyle Kyle Ken Green? What's his name? Oh, Kyle Calgren on okay. um, the Brow South High episodes on um, Starship Troopers. Yes, and Paul Verhoeven. I would humbly suggest if you want to know more about how fucked up Dutch culture 
is. I would yeah. very humbly suggest these uh, YouTube videos, these video essay, because I can't jam it into here because that would be disingenuous, I suppose. But um, it's great. He does make a couple of small errors, but that's, that's fine. It's, it's okay. He tries uh, from the heart. And I appreciate that. Yeah, he he lived uh, there for a long time. In, in yeah. what city? I'm not, don't, 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 don't make fun on, of me. Try it. No. I'm going to type it uh, out in the chat and we're all going to have to try this. this is Stavening it? Right, Did I, I say this. it right that time? Go ahead. Everybody gets yeah, it. It's good. I speak Irish. All right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's how you say that? Yes. <laughs> so even the Germans can't speak this. Uh, we use it in World War II as like a secret code to like show you're not a German agent. You have to say this city's name. Yeah. I'm going to try my best this time. Skrevenninge? Uh, uh-huh. Close. Okay. Yeah. Justin? Yeah. Do you want to? Skrevenninge! <laughs> <laughs> Skeet, skeet. Scheveningen. That's what it's called. Scheveningen. Uh, that, yeah, 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 you're getting there. Mm-hmm. It's something. Scheveningen. Okay, that's fun. Scheveningen. Scheveningen. Hmm. Okay. That, that, that was my... It's your Dutch lesson for the day. <laughs> yeah. No, that was my uh, my uh, my uh, torturous uh, entertainment. I'm so sorry. That's that's my that's the blood money I wanted for being on this episode. That's uh, you're very mean. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> what else is there? What else ought I be? I'm trying to look up what the DMCA in the EU is, and it's the Electronic Commerce Directive 2000. Is <laughs> it's not the same ring to it. No. Have fun waging your way through multiple treaties, buddy. It's yeah. <laughs> it's a reason why I didn't look it up. I'm so sorry, but that's that's going to take a month of research, and that's once again very European documents of documents of like jazz, and nobody really knows what's going on, and we kind of get off on it in a weird, twisted little way. So um, you're all perfect. I love yelling at each yeah. other about like produce laws. Like you fish oh, yeah. too many fish, oh. you pick too many bananas. Those we don't bananas are banana, bendy bananas. We don't have bananas over here. But I, I, I appreciate yeah importing importing rules because you're all queer Dutch A socialists or whatever was that TikTok said. Yeah. Uh, England loves to lie about it to like exit the European Union, which has worked out great for them. Um, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. Uh, I don't like the European Union, by the way, but that's neither here nor there either. But uh, lying about it doesn't really help anybody. There's another choice you say that it does, uh, like flooding war- the Mediterranean with warships to shoot down refugees. I hate it. I hate it for it. But to lie about Spanish fishermen uh, fishing in stealing Indian our fish, seas, <laughs> stealing our little Kepler fish. Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. No, that's not. That's not a real thing to get mad about. So yeah, but we do get mad about legitimate reasons as well with the whole fishing and uh, producing stuff. Are there mm-hmm. orcas fucking up billionaires' yachts? Oh hell in yeah, your waters. Good. I thought that's, that's what was happening the whole time. Uh, yeah, was around it? Spain and Portugal, we have like a bunch of them, yeah. and they are like uh, bring more rich people. We support them. Yeah, so yummy. Do you think they, they were American orcas? <laughs> Obviously not. We don't have an ocean gate, sadly. Uh, they they are not one of the companies that do tax break in the Netherlands, so you don't get billionaire submarines here. That's... I don't think Jeremy Clarkson would lie to me about the EU. No, seems like a straight up fellow. Yeah, he only yells at the help and is so such a decent person. Didn't he throw food at one? Isn't that why he had to like no, leave he top somebody. gear? Oh right, he punched somebody. That's why he had to leave top gear and does the Amazon thing now. I forgot what's called Ground Two. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> and no one, no one watches it. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, precisely. <laughs> Everyone's like, Top Gear is over. Yeah. <laughs> and something else. I thought about doing a rewatch on some old episodes, though, because it's an entertaining show. Hmm. Are we seeing the end of the open web is kind of the thought I was having. Zoomers, uh, we all, as millennials, know that they don't know how to work file systems. That's the that's the thing everyone makes fun of them for, because they all got the iPads, and iPad doesn't show you the file system, and Zoomers are too dumb to chew gum. But, I mean, I really think, like, the the destruction of of the open web is sort of like an eminent thing they've kind of already done it in some countries but right now we have hosa which is very popular among our lawmakers it will probably pass they got lizzo they got her oh okay. lizzo's like Rip. yeah yeah cosa if you don't know what cosa is it's uh basically just a it's kind of like the uk's porn passport but for everything oh so you have to put your driver's license in to go on the internet um, oh, mm, okay. Yeah. So basically every, every website would have to do like age verification. Uh, and the only way to do that is through government identification. So it doesn't say that you have to do driver's license, but it's like, there's no other way to do it. Sick. Yeah. I say not hate it. Okay. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> Sick, Aren't I glad I moved out of Utah when I did, you know? Louisiana has a law like this already, I believe. Yeah, because that's why Pornhub's blocked yeah. Louisiana IPs for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if they, yeah, I don't know if they unblocked it. Yeah, they might not have. But yeah, it's the Kids Online Safety Act. It's uh, the Heritage Foundation has already said we're going to use this to censor queer people. So uh, that's what it's for. But, you know, it's we're in the middle of a lavender panic, people. Like, this is this is how this this two or three years is going to be described. Oh. Is as the 2020 lavender panic in America, calling it now, and that I'm going to write a paper called the 2020 lavender panic, and everyone's going to cite it. Oh, sick! Yeah, I'm going to post it on on the Netherlands Mastodon. Yeah, the Netherlands Mastodon. <laughs> Find me on Netherlands Mastodon. <laughs> me and all my homies are on the Netherlands Mastodon. <laughs> I, was, I was really big on weird. I can't, wait for, Justin, I can't wait for Justin to end up in the Danish Mastodon server for some reason. So no, I'm in the Do Danish they uh, Do Discord. They fight? No. Do they kiss? <laughs> Danish Discord. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> me and all my homies are in the danish discord <laughs> bro the bro they're getting your ass on danish discord so cosa would lead to um loss of access for anything anything dangerous for kids also it would let every state attorney general be able to hold like any website liable so i think this would end section 230 basically hmm which is what they've been trying to do all along, right? Yeah. Once Section 230 is gone, there's really like no open web anymore because then it's just an unending series of web of, of lawsuits. Yeah. It's just vomit after vomit of liability. Hmm. Yeah. That's Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. It, it, prov- it prevents you from liability when you're hosting a service for what your users do, as long as you are acting sort of in good faith, um, which is, you know, legally difficult to prove that someone isn't. So it's a good gray area legally to be in. But this is very much like uh, every state attorney's general is going to be uh, just suing the shit out of everyone they don't like. Yeah. I mean, isn't that what the legal system's for? <laughs> it really makes me think like I should go to law school because the only people who have like any rights in this country are fucking people trained in, in law school. You'd be like the most absurdist lawyer. No, I wouldn't practice. I would just yell at cops. You'd be that guy on TikTok that's like, don't ever talk to police with his rings. Yeah. That'd be you. 
I'll just uh, because cops always because I'm I'm near downtown, so cops are always going past doing bullshit and like going past the consulate or whatever, whatever. I'm just going to stand like right legally where I can and make the most obscene gestures I legally can. And then when they come up and yell at me, I'm like, we can yell at them in the back some legalese. And I'm going to put up surveillance cameras all around my house and then I'm going to get shot and it's not going to matter. Get shot to own the cops. That's yeah. That's the takeaway here, guys. <laughs> But at least I'll know I was right and the law will prove it. Oh, yeah. That's what going to law school is all about. <laughs> Being right. I mean, they always told me when I was a kid that I should be a lawyer. Oh. Yeah. Because I was just a fussy little mean child who was always correcting people. I mean, like, no, it's actually this. So, Somehow, the, I'm not surprised. I know. The ADHD, okay. baby. <laughs> I was a mean little bitch, and I'm a mean little bitch, and I always have been, and they told me, you should be a lawyer, but lawyers, like, were mean to me as a kid, and so I was like, (laughs) no, lawyers suck, and I've never liked them. (laughs) Yeah, custody battles when you're a child are very fun. This is why I wouldn't be a therapist. Yeah, no. Leon, where can people find you? Oh, uh, well, I have two podcasts. Um, Justin is on there. Uh, Jay will be on there. I've been on there once already. Yeah, and but we'll all be on there. Well, never mind. I was trying to do foreshadowing, Jay. Christ. Oh, okay, fine. Anyway, it's uh, <laughs> ruined it. It's um, uh, the left page, and you can find us on uh, wherever podcasts are found nowadays. I believe we just got a blue sky up and running for the left page. Uh, blue sky, blue ski, blue sky, whatever, whatever we want to call it. Just, just left page, and it's also called Harry Media, which is where we talk about media in the same way we talk about literature. So, yeah, that's that's what I do. Otherwise, uh, cl- click your heels together three times and turn around, and I'll be there. That's that's how you can find me. So, what am I or, doing or, or, here? Or in the middle of the ocean, alone in a boat, surrounded by frozen corpses. Yes, I, I'm. Was, was that our boy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> A TV our boy derogatory <laughs> that boy i liked him until he got into the whole transphobia thing lately and that's a bit unfortunate i know i, do I was like slavov the most cancelable opinion is that do you think that that uh the movie that the clip was from still kind of slaps uh sadly but I, I like him when he talks about media when he talks about anything else i'm like ah his six on buddhism are interesting okay i'll take your word for it but, yeah it's uh r.i.p sinead o'connor yeah that's... as we close out you're a real one nothing will compare to this podcast a let's all rip up a picture of the of the pope yeah in her honor but it has to be uh what's his name paul john paul second john paul the second yeah thank you i don't know catholic shit <laughs> he was the stuff. pope for fucking ever it's not yeah hard. i don't i'm i'm a filthy little protestant i don't know this shit he wears he wears a stupid hat like <laughs> Dude the only pope 90. I recognize is the young pope. Yeah, oh, Christ. The young, the young pope. pope. It's my rapper name. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm yeah. so sorry uh, if if this was hard to follow. Uh, if anything, but I, I an also outline. have ADHD, like uh, like Jay. So when people ask me what's relevant, yes, yes, all all of it's relevant. It's all built together. It's all terrifying. We all have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> we stuck to the outline. It'll flow. Okay. Thanks yeah. So no. It's always the episodes that I think are gonna like blow chunks that turn out great. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, thank you for coming on. It's been fun. Thank you so much. If something Brazilian happens, I'll toss Frank in uh, in your direction. Well, so Frank <laughs> next week is gonna be on my cannibalism <laughs> sicko mode podcast, talking about the cannibalism manifesto. I'm looking forward to Brazilian. that. Yeah. No, it's gonna be fucking sick. It's great. Good night. Good night.